Welcome in to Queen City Takes, the podcast about all things soccer or football, as some people call it. I'm one of your hosts, Luke. Um, Taylor, <laughs> what is happening right now? Uh, my name is Thomas. Sorry, folks. What is happening right now? That's an interesting name. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> you need a kid after that one. Oh, dude. Yes. Well, welcome in, guys. <laughs> All right, how's everybody doing? Was it a good weekend? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Tottenham won, Arsenal won. Yeah, pretty I, solid weekend. I enjoyed myself on the lake. It was nice. Oh, you went to the lake? Ooh. I did. What lake? Um, I don't want to disclose our location. Just kidding. Lake Norman. Well, I'm mean, Queen City, bro. Takes. <laughs> hey, there's many Queen Cities. Is there? Yeah, Cincinnati. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They call the Queen good City. Good to know. You said Lake Norman, though? Lake Norman. Good for you. Yeah, man, it was a good time. What'd you do with some friends? Um, I took a two and a half hour test. So I found out I need to take again, so that was Yikes. fun. Um, watched Tottenham play. That made my Sunday a lot better. There you go. <laughs> um, I didn't do anything special. I worked. Um, so yeah. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's not always fun. Yeah. You know, it's that time of year. Work gets busy. But, yep. Uh, but that's Indeed. why we have our little escape to the Premier League to forget about all things and let the results of a soccer game dictate our lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a good weekend. Um, should we dive into the results yeah. a little bit? It was a crazy weekend. Well, I, yeah, a lot to get into. Um, let's well, start. Go ahead, Thomas. I was going to say, you want to start with the Tottenham game? Yeah, sure. I'd love. To getting talking about Tottenham, always love to. Um, so yeah, we played we played Nottingham Forest, um, dominant. Uh, you you felt dominant like you. Yeah, I mean we weren't we weren't finishing like we had a lot of chances and it was one of those games where like we were struggling to get like like decent like I don't know I don't know like you were you were, you had the ball a lot but. And and no we pass, no we had game. chances it was just like struggling to get in the net and so it was still one mm-hmm. one to like one one no no, no one zero, zero. sorry one zero. yeah misspoke it was one zero until like the eighty something minute when Richarlison assisted Harry mm-hmm. and it was just like one of those games where you're like we definitely deserve the, like a three 0 win on this but yeah. it was like nothing with that nothing was happening I mean the the stats were completely in your favor. You definitely deserve the win. Um, well, I wouldn't say that necessarily. The stats were were somewhat kind of even. If you go back, I was looking at I was looking at FUMOB the other day, and it, it said we had like one extra total shot on them. They beat yeah, us, but they, they didn't. They had possession and they had more chances. passes than us. Yes, yeah, you are correct, dude. They you skied are all of their shots, but like one, like it went like feet over the cross. Oh, I watched them sky one. Uh, their their center back skied one like in the eighty fifth minute or something. Yeah, like that. that was the whole game. They actually wow. they actually did well like moving up, but they like I never felt nervous about them scoring. That's always a fun game, right? Yeah, like when you yeah. like you don't feel like you're gonna lose it at all. You can just sit back and watch. Well, I didn't feel like that. I feel wow. like that was like one of those games where we definitely deserve to win, and like they were gonna score like an eighty minute goal oh, okay. and like we'd okay. tie and yeah. draw. And especially because I personally believe they deserved a red card on the PK that Harry got. I didn't see that. I don't know if you watched it. It was a cross that came in, and it was going to Harry on the back post, and the defender guarding him, his hand was straight up in the air. Oh, like the handball. Oh, yeah, ball. that should be I, – I saw that. That they, should have been a red Supposedly card. they denied it because they didn't think – they determined that Harry wasn't going to be able to get to the ball. Denying a goal-scoring op- – yeah, So it wasn't denying a goal-scoring opportunity, but I was like – handball. That was that, like that was blatant. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. It should have been a red. Um, but Harry Harry scored two goals. Yeah, so missed the PK though, which was shocking. I, he didn't miss it. He got saved. I'm blaming that to the keeper's hat. It's like some good luck hat. Yeah, I was, was like, so why is he wearing weird. a hat? It made no sense. Um, oh well, fashion statement on the football pitch, right? <laughs> I don't even know if he was wearing it until the PK though. He wore it before. He wore it, but he definitely wore it the rest of the game after. Yeah. I was like, uh, but yeah. Kane got two goals, clean sheet for y'all. 
pretty comfortable away win, which yeah. is always nice. Yeah. I'd say that one of the biggest takes is like Sun was still a little quiet. He had one really good take that was just like just over the crossbar and it would have been an absolute screamer. But he had a couple of, he had a couple of opportunities. He's just not looking clinical though. Yeah. And so Charleston coming on for Sun um was interesting, especially because he got the assist to Harry. Yeah. And it was and a so, great assist outside the foot. It was, it was I mean, awesome. it was cheeky. I mean, it, it kind of makes me wonder like Will Sun sit in the next couple of games for Charleston? Well, he probably will just for the sake of rotation. Like, we've got a lot of games coming up. Yeah. All teams do. Um, So, like, I'm expecting Gabrielle Martinelli to get the – sit the – ride the bench in our next game. Um, But did y'all see where Charleston doing keepy-ups on the football (laughs) I did. It was a little disrespectful. It was funny, though. (laughs) So – and then obviously I don't remember the guy's name came in and like swiped his leg and oh, threw yeah. him in the air or whatever. And yeah. it was like, all right, cool. That's great. Yeah. But a bunch of pundits and like people online were like outraged that a Richardson was showboating. And then B thought the, like I, either people wanted Richardson to get a card for showboating or they wanted the Nottingham force to get a card for swiping his knees. And I was like, no, if you're showboating on the football pitch, you should probably, you know, feel a little something for it. But if you want to showboat, go for it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He actually replied to a tweet, and he said, cry more. Oh, yeah, I saw emoji, that. Which is hilarious. And yeah. Personally, I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. Like, if I'm on the field, I don't want to see it from, like, anybody on, like, my team. But I think with being in the prim, like, we need someone like that. So, like, like out of personal taste – like if it was a preference, I would say no. But I actually like, I kind of enjoy it because he like he's like one of those new players that's gonna get inside like that. Like we've kind of like lost some people like that. I know we've talked about Romero, but we've lost a couple of people like that. Like Delhi used to be or Lamella when they, like he'd come oh, off the bench. So many people I just strongly dislike. Yeah, and Edward Charleston is probably my least favorite player right now. And so I'm excited for it, and I'm. He's like coming on and he has to fight for it. So I I love it. Yeah. And, and I think it's going to like give Sun a little nudge soon, too. Um, my only other thing with the game, and then Taylor, you can chip in, um, uh, is Jed Spence. He came on and I'm excited for that dude. I've no I, idea who that is. So. I've never seen someone run down the pitch faster <laughs> in soccer. That dude is rapid. Um, and he's, he's 19 years old. He's like a right back slash. He played up, uh, for Middlesbrough. Um, like up top. Yeah. He's like, he's like a wing back, but okay. I guess he's like kind of, he reminds me of Sessignon. I think he was playing right back. He played yesterday, right? Uh, Sess came in. Perisic started again. Oh, okay. But um, I knew I saw Sess on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, he came on. Um, but yeah, uh, Antonio Conte had some quotes about him that he's like, he's going to sit back and learn. And he's like, he's showing the will to like learn because he has a lot to learn coming up to the prim, different play style, different, like it's different from physically and mentally. No, he came yeah. from Middlesbrough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the, gotcha. And so he has a lot to learn, but he's someone I'm like also super excited about. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, it was a good win. It was a solid win for us. I mean, I think we deserved one or two more, two more goals. If you look at the the stat sheet, I mean, stats were similar in a sense in, in general stats, possession, total shots, but in terms of like solid chances, we definitely deserved yeah. the goals. You know, uh, the last thing I would say, Luke, yeah, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, holy yellow cards! <laughs> was there I a mean, lot? Seven. Total. Oh wow. <laughs> Seven total yellow cards amongst both Nottingham Forest and Spurs. I think we only had one. Yeah, we I think it was Harry's. which was Harry, and they had six. and they had like six, like leads of last year. We it was get like three cards a game, and they, I mean, they were all deserved. Like, I mean, sweeping uh, Richarlison, out throwing Harry down. <laughs> oh, wait, did he get times. a yellow for that? I don't know if he got. Sorry, I don't know if he got a yellow, but I, I assume have. so. Well, I mean. I think no, someone in that show because Richarlison it was, it was it no, was, that's fair. It was a foul. I. He did not. All your yellows were uh, before that. Uh, no, yeah, he did. Johnson, 85th minute. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, yeah, I don't – 
Yeah, it was a super chippy game. There were some times where they were just doing it because we were getting around them, and they were like, we're not letting them break away right now. Yeah, those, those kinds like of fouls. Like the tactical fouls. It, it was just chippy, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, overall, solid win for us. I mean, we'll, we'll take an away, an away win, also a clean sheet. So, there you go. Very happy. Yeah. Thomas, how do you feel about Arsenal, man? Arsenal, Fulham. Well, you know, um, we uh, are obviously still unbeaten. Perfect record. Only three teams in Europe still have perfect record, and Arsenal one of them. Um, it was the first game, though, where I was like, oh, we might not get all the points here. So uh, more of an emotional roller coaster than sitting back. This is easy. It reminded me that the prim is hard. So that was a difficult <laughs> moment for me because, you know, I thought we were just going to win every game this year and maybe get top four still. But um, overall, it was a good game. Uh, I still, like – We've had three goals scored on us all season, and all three of them you could argue were our own fault, like Saliba's own goal. Ramsdale let one through his legs. I mean, it was a good shot by Madison, but, like, if you get beat through your legs, it's normally not a good look on the keeper. And then Gabrielle decided to take too many touches, and Mitrovic stole the ball from him and scored. So I think we're defending well, and we're just shooting ourselves in the foot a little to make life a little more difficult. But – um. Came through it in the end. Yeah, it was a good game. Happy. Like, can't can't complain. Four, four runs from four, sitting up top. It's a yeah. perfect start to the season. I watched about, like, 30 minutes of the first half. and How know, do we not score, right? It was – and I'm taking this from the commentators of the game. It Like, y'all looked – it was dominant in your eyes. Like, Fulham wasn't really possessing the ball or getting yeah. up, but y'all were just struggling in, like – in the final third, like in the box. Mm-hmm. So it, it, like you're saying kind of towards us, like the, it's that final pass. And yep. I think we saw a little bit of that. I mean, it was like uh, the Bournemouth game, like, because y- y'all, you watched that game, right? When Arsenal played Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, it, They just couldn't get the ball into our half for longer than five seconds. It was just like complete dominance the whole time. We just couldn't get the final pass. Um, Saka still, Saka played really well. But he's, he had a really good chance. And I'm going to say Burnt Leno put in a good save because he used to play for Arsenal. But the reality is Saka should have been scoring. It was like a one-on-one. Mm. Um, so very disappointed in that. But Jesus had a quiet game. It was the first time he was quiet. Um, but I'm worried about our next two games, I think. Party's out. Zinchenko's out. El Nini, who started for party last game, just suffered a massive injury. So... And you play United in one of them, right? Yeah, but they suck. So I mean, I don't know. They've won their last two games. I mean, I think. I mean, I and think there's a hundred mil on a striker. I think there's a green <laughs> arrow instead of a red arrow. So uh, I I don't know just yet uh, because it was Southampton this week and it was only one nil. I mean, they also beat Liverpool. So I mean, it was a- yeah. Liverpool are weird right now. Let's be honest. They drew against Fulham after after their Bournemouth win. I don't think they're. I don't. They I, drew against Fulham. I lost think, to a United that just got beat four nil by Brentford, and then they went and beat Bournemouth nine nil. The Bournemouth game was like outlash from what they should have been doing in the previous game. Right, and so I think they realize, oh, okay, we we're not being the Liverpool that everyone sees that we really are, and so well I, that they see themselves as. I think too, like they they yeah, see themselves. Sure as winners and you know they should be like when city drop points that's like a golden opportunity for anybody to yeah because city don't drop points often yeah yeah i don't know i mean i'm not saying they're they're gonna be incredible this next two games but i am saying i think they're realizing oh okay you know we need to step it up a little bit you know? yeah you want to talk about the liverpool game now because i mean not nine nils just like it's brutal dude <laughs> but it's not even like bad right no because think about it right Four nil, three nil, four nil. Those are normally the games where you see see a team just completely dominate you. You barely get a touch of the ball, but like you defend well, they still just they put four past you. Those games to me would feel worse than a nine nil. Like nine nil is not even a real number; it's just made up. So I've kind of feel bad for the Bournemouth manager getting the sack. Yeah. Plus, also they've had like a tough schedule. They've had City, Arsenal. And Liverpool in the first four games, and they're not, not even sitting in last place. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, they, like wait, I, they beat Villa. Yeah, which is they're supposed to be a decent team. Which that's someone else I want to get into later. But 
They beat Villa, so they like. It's weird. Well, okay, so Bournemouth, I had them finishing 20th because at the time that we made our predictions, they hadn't really signed anybody. And when you come up in the championship, you need to start to build a Premier League level squad because your team in the championship, 90% of the time, won't cut it. And so that's my other thing about the manager getting sacked. It just doesn't make sense when you're a club that spent 30 million coming up from the championship and then you're going to throw your manager and say, all right, you got. Arsenal, Chelsea, or not Chelsea, Arsenal, City, Liverpool, go do something. And he loses 9 0 to Liverpool. What'd you expect? You didn't invest in the team. I don't know. I just feel bad for the manager. Like, he's put in a tough spot. You can't really, like, he, he like he's going to lose those games. Also, yeah. they were just hidden, like, bangers. Like, <laughs> like Trent School. Trent School was. was oh, I didn't sense. even watch the highlights. It was going to be like oh. a 10 minute highlight reel. I didn't want to watch it. Uh, yeah. Trent Trent School was absolutely. Nice. He just hit one outside of the box. Oh really? Purposes. Well, at least he finally started scoring points in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of okay. course. And, and Salah just is a bad time. Ghosted. He he had opportunities. Like he had opportunities. He was he was there with the chances. He he didn't have any assists, but he was there in the final or goal. See, that's my plays. thing. Your team just won nine nil, and you didn't. And score. Salah didn't even get a goal or an assist. It if was you weird. played him. In fantasy, I you got him. three points off of him. And if you captain him, you got six. I, I have captain a nine new. And I had Holland, and I should have captained him. Yeah. Speaking of which, second half hat trick. Yeah. Come from behind win against Palace. Yeah. I I partially almost texted the 7 Amers uh, and was like, I'll still put money that like City wins this game when they were down 2-0. Oh, yeah. Because I mean – Fair play to Palace. Like they yeah. really like they they drew against City, but or they beat City and drew against City last year. I think seeing City concede two to Palace At and home. drawing Newcastle. I mean, I, it's as an giving fan, it's you know. giving me hope for these like teams from ranked like three to like five because I'm like they can get up now. Like you I've, would think that, and then. And then the team like really shows up for those games, and you yeah. lose four nil. So. <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, but it's just like it. I don't know. I'm like it's letting me get a little bit of hope. Oh, that, I like, think City is starting to like let go in the back a little bit. Okay, well I'll say this about City, and then I'll kind of hit on your point. They really struggled that first half in the sense of De Bruyne wasn't on, and Palace took their chance as well, and they they. Like, Vieira set them up well to win. Like, tactically, Vieira had Pep beat that game. Um, but City's quality came through, and um, Holland scored three tap-ins. Well, one of them was actually – the third The third, one the was third very, goal was very, very, very well struck. Very clinical, yeah. yeah. Um, but the other – I don't know. He scored a hat trick. What am I trying to diss him for? He's he's there with the ball – Ball is at. Yep. I mean, he, he puts speaks to his in movement. This, he yeah. moves off the ball. Movement's very, great. Very well. Like striking wise, like he's incredible. Yeah. Like he, like I was, I was watching the highlights and I was reading the comments just because I, I wanted to see what people had to say about Holland. And I, I wrote one down, and, and someone said he's not a striker, he's a warrior. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, he said that with <laughs> hot, hard eyes bulging out of his face. <laughs> he was like, you're, he's not a striker, he's a warrior. And I'm like, honestly, you're not wrong. No, he's a robot. That's what he well, is. He is a freaking he's, Terminator. Dude. I mean, he's nuts. Like he's nuts. Um, yeah. But he's... to kind of go off your point, Luke, I think, I think there's eight teams that are realistically looking to get in the top top four this year. Eight teams, and then the rest of them, like there's another six teams looking to get up to the eighth place. So it's a lot more competitive. We saw it last year where the league was a lot more competitive and games were a, ho- a lot harder to win. But we're seeing it earlier. And more frequently already this season, where the big six, you know, wouldn't necessarily have a walking part. Like Fulham at home was a hard game, which yeah. has never been the case. We've never Fulham have never beat us in the history of Arsenal at home. So, and that was like the closest they ever came. So it's just, yeah, it looked like Palace did it right though without Zaha playing that yeah. game too. And I think I'm like kind of impressed with like how Palace has been like to the start of the season because that's they've played City and Liverpool now. They drew Liverpool, and despite like losing to City, like you, you still 
you're yeah, that's a tougher schedule, and they're still bringing points out of it and scoring. Right. And so it's yeah, it's not like they're laying down and looking for nil nil draws and stuff like that. Like they are going out there to win. Yeah. They, they were up two nil at City at that yet. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And so like I expect us to see them move up the table as as they start finding these yep. like in quotes easier matchups, but we'll also see no um, easy games in the Premier League. Though. Yeah, I'm also excited to. I I hope to like see this from more of a broad perspective, as like you said, the Prem's like more competitive. I will like I'm like excited to continue to watch that. Like, are we going to keep seeing like teams like really compete, right. or do we think like teams are going to start hitting their typical strides? Like mm-hmm. Liverpool gets back, and teams that are like up right now, like bright and are going to start like falling like back a little bit like what are we going to see um i think we so, see uh luster get relegated you think so i mean they're in a t- huge Dude, slump right now they were connor gallagher got sent off in like the 30th minute for chelsea yeah and chelsea still looked like they had 11 men on the field because Leicester were that bad i mean yeah. we also know that chelsea's still going to be okay this season like they're i mean yeah they're but still- they're struggling and and when but when Chelsea's struggling is still top yeah, but like it's like six. when someone's limping and you take out that leg, like that's oh, your chance to strike. And le- if you're yeah. Leicester, you one hundred. What are you doing? You have you have to penalty. I mean, you have to get in, get in on that. You know, right? Well, like, yeah, they look bad right now. Like like really, I like you got to attack it. And they're getting. They just Chelsea just signed Fafana, didn't they? Uh, I don't know if that's official. I'm. I thought I saw. Here we go. Oh, if it's official, uh, they overspent. I don't rate Fafana, but I know Chelsea's also trying. I to rated Cucurella, but I still thought they overspent. But trying I to don't get Aubameyang as well. Yeah, last that's minute, progressing. Last minute actually. bid on Aubameyang, and so um, it could be official. But yeah, yeah, I really think Brendan Rodgers is uh, gonna gonna struggle and might get the boot. I did think he was gonna be the first, um, but Bournemouth's owners were a little. Trigger happy, um, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, when you don't score a goal right. in your last three games and and get what concede over 14, 15 goals. Yeah, I mean, it was nine, four zero City, and then what two zero three zero Arsenal, or something along those lines. Uh, which Arsenal game against Bournemouth? Uh, we beat them three 0 Three 0 Yeah, uh, but I mean, and they didn't have a shot in that game, so that's that's sixteen goals when when you don't score a single one. So yeah. I mean, it like it's tough, you know. Yeah. You know, give your manager a chance after four games, but against top tier teams with who, no investment, yeah, who uh, arguably can be in the championship or Champions League every year, every season. Yeah. But yeah, speaking so. of uh, transfers, we've got two big ones: uh, Alexander Isak, the Swedish striker, signed for Newcastle for like seventy-five million dollars. Yeah. Um, How do we think that's going to be for? Oh, he's Newcastle? fantastic. Arsenal were linked with them heavy. Um, we just didn't want to pay it while we still had a bombing. Um, so it was the summer before bombing left. We were heavily linked with them left for like an bombing replacement, but he was he was worth eighty mil at the time, and then that was because of his contract situation. He had like a six year deal left on his contract. Um, but I like him a lot, like a lot. He's yeah. he's going to be good, and I think they've like kind of similar to some other teams. I, I've never watched Isak play, so I don't know if he's like kind of like that Holland esque, like no, he's like clinical person that you need up front. Or I want to say that I think he's, I think he's more of just a complete striker. He's tall, he can have the ball, he's got a decent like build on him. Like he's not massive and like super muscular, or, like or like a big presence like Holland is. But he's got the pace to like punish teams, and he's got the technical ability to you know drill okay. in the box. So he'll he'll be good. He's in my opinion, he's worth that money. Yeah, and I think that's that'll be big for them. Um, I mean, they they're gonna start. Speaking of Newcastle, top four if they're we, not careful. <laughs> we can get back to the other big transfer in a second, but I want to touch on the Newcastle game really quick. Because um, couple couple big things along with the signing uh, Isak, uh, they they drew. Um, I I didn't watch. They they play Wolves. Um, oh, but it was at Wolves, yeah. 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 So last minute screamer from St. Maximum. Yeah, that was an incredible <laughs> I watched goal. that game. I don't know why I forgot that. It was an incredible goal, which they almost went down 2-0. I think like a foul got called. 
Oh, yeah, um, yeah, but that was definitely a foul. Yeah. Like, the fact that the ref didn't call in the first place, I was like, it. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you, it's a very clear foul. So, for a second there, Wolves fans had some hope that they were up to now, but it ended up drawing. Yeah. Um, but with, I think – If you're if you're a Wolves fan, I think you can look at that and be like, we drew 1-1 against Newcastle. Like, yes, we were at home, so you could be – and we were up, so you could be leaving the game wanting more. But I think going into that, you take a one-one draw for a Wolves fan. Yeah, it's I don't. I don't, so I don't think I can see they're they're the immediate rival. If you just don't lose to your rivals, it's better than yeah, nothing, you know. But yeah, it was an absolute screamer. For, like first time volley at the top of the box. What was it like? Eighty-eighth minute or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like the ninetieth. It was. It was incredible. So crazy. But Great yeah, goal. Newcastle away with another draw. Um. I mean, they're just not losing, which yeah. is what's scary about them, right? Like, and, they need to turn their draws into wins to really be something. Like, they probably could have put the City game <laughs> to bed. They sh- they did well to leave the Wolves game with the draw, so credit to them there. Um, but as long as they don't lose, they're going to be they're going to be yeah. up there this year. Well, hopefully, St. Maximum's not out because, as we were like referencing <clears throat> a little earlier, he was grabbing his like hamstring he was like reaching down in that area so mm-hmm. he he I mean, that's what happens he, could, he hit the ball that hard he, he couldn't he couldn't like run for the remainder of the game he was like trying not to be a, as a part of a set piece when they're trying to make a last push to win and mm-hmm. so hopefully he's not out too long for newscastle fans but because if they have st maximum in and you sack in there it's going to be starting to look like a pretty dangerous front too yep yeah look i know you're it you were excited about the brighton leeds game I don't know if you had any yeah. any takes with that. Yeah, Brian's been like – it's like cool to see them do really well. Well, they always had the manager to do it. Grant, I rate Graham Potter so highly. Like, I think he should have been United's manager. But I would never backed him because they got rid of Cucurella and they didn't sign a striker. But Graham Potter's just proving how good of a manager he is, getting the absolute best out of this team that is nowhere near of – quality enough team to be doing what they're doing in my opinion no yeah it, and brian are doing well um i i think i kind of predicted if i did i say let me look back i think i said i that, got the chelsea one right but that was the only one i predicted correct yeah so i i think i predicted this to be a draw if i remember correctly but i did say that Rodrigo would be a bus for this week, and like Leeds kind of was just because they struggled to break down Brighton. Yep, um, as most teams find playing Brighton is. Yep, and so yeah, I thought I thought I'd end up. I thought that like Leeds might squeeze one in there too. So I was a little bit off, but yeah. I mean, they I, Leeds did look like they were going to get a goal in the end of the game, though. Yeah, they they, they were pushing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but. I mean, two two solid teams, two solid performances. I I feel like it could have get more, could have gone either way. Yep. Uh, and especially seeing the stat line and just kind of how even it was along those lines. And so uh, overall, I mean, week four was was pretty solid for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I both, think, both I think of our teams won. Both of our teams won. Uh, I mean, really exciting, interesting games. I think we pre- I don't we weren't as wrong. No, as we were. Last, I think I got the goal differences. There's right only one there. way to go when we were that right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. I got the goal difference right in three games, in the winner. I think he just got the. No one was really going to predict the Liverpool Bournemouth game. Though. No, I mean we. I think we expected a win, but we weren't expecting a domination. I mean, yeah. I thought it in my head. I was like, I think Liverpool might win today. Nine <laughs> now, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but good for sure. good for Southampton though. They're no longer the only team to lose nine 0 in the Premier League. Yeah, that's fair. Was anyone else kind of hoping they was they were gonna get double digits? Oh, I was hoping so. <laughs> I got I mean, it's so disrespectful. I put one in, but yeah, literally. I was really hoping Salah was gonna put one in. Yeah, I like honestly was so shook. <laughs> like out of nine goals, you like you didn't nothing. You didn't create any of those. I, yeah, nor score believe one. it. He sucks. He didn't do it. He does not suck. Um, but anyways, that's uh our Premier League recap. Looking back at the previous week, we're gonna take a little break. And uh, come back with a little bit of fantasy, maybe some more transfer talk, and um, do some more predictions for next, or I guess today and tomorrow's games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sure. yep. See you on a minute. Sounds good.
Welcome back, everybody. Um, so we kind of left it on transfers a little bit, and um, you know, it's August 30th right now, and the window ends August 31st at midnight. So I kind of want to hear how you felt about your Tottenham Hotspur transfer window. I mean, you've made a lot of signings, spent a good amount of money, not a crazy amount, but yeah, how are you feeling about your your window? And are you do you feel like you've done enough in the market to get you where you want to get this year? Something I wanted to know. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's great. Uh, we actually just fully signed Romero from from loan. So oh we, yeah. So we fully we fully have Romero news um, today. Yeah, literally news today, which is great. I I love our transfers a lot. I think we, in terms of like hitting the mark, we hit the mark in almost every position. I mean, lots of fullbacks, midfielders, striker with Richarlison, and then also like defenders, Romero, and then also uh, just a backup keeper, Forster, um, from Southampton. And so in terms of signing anyone else, unsure. I, I, I don't know currently at the moment. I don't know if we need to sign anyone else right now. Um, just because of our 10 transfers that we, that we brought in, um, and just how, I think how much depth we really brought to our squad. And so I, I'm happy with our signings, happy with the way that Conte is, is dealing with them and transferring them into the squad, into the starting 11, um, off the bench. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really eager to see what Conte's doing, really loving what he's doing already, um, uh, and what he's done this, the, the past season. And so, um, yeah, I think those are, that's my take. Yeah, and I completely agree. I, I feel like we did a lot of necessary stuff in the, in the transfer window. Um, I think we got, like, some people for the back line. We got, like, Longley from Barca, and I, he hasn't been playing, but once he starts stepping in, that will be great. We got some wingbacks that are looking really nice, some midfield, and some – like forward. So I, overall depth, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see a lot of them play. Like Basuma hasn't gotten a lot of play time and neither has Richarlison. So Ooh. as Europe kicks in, I'm really excited to see like them actually get on the pitch and like start a game right. and see how they, how they progress. Um, but yeah, overall I'm, I'm super happy with it. Good. I know we've had like some good transfers in the past, but this actually feels like a logical like, window. Yeah. And it's like taking in depth so that we can start to actually try and like really challenge yeah. the title. I think that's how Arsenal windows kind of went last year and this year is like what the board and the coach, the players that they signed, it actually made sense for what the team needs. Like a lot of times, um, I'm sure like United fans feel like this all the time where it's like they just buy players because they want to spend money. They don't either fit the <laughs> system or they were like, well, we already have someone there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, when 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 your team kind of picks the players that you know you need and really builds the depth, like mean, y'all signed ten players, it's a lot of players. I mean, we're also getting ready for Champions League, you know. Like we're gonna have to start rotating people out. Yeah, and, yeah. and also and the so schedule is just so much more demanding this year yeah. in general because the World Cup's smack dab in the middle. Yeah, I think one of my favorite favorite signings is Perisic right now, just in the ways that he like immediately he's come on and made an impact. Yeah. So I think if I had to pinpoint a, a specific signing, I'd be Perisic. Oof. That one's hard for me. I well, I think I think I would agree with that. I'm also low key like really excited about. I mean, you you have to throw a Charleston in there, but I think after like seeing him get like a little bit of play time this week, I'm super excited for like Jed Spence for the future. Mm. Um, but for this year, I definitely think Perisic will be like the big like the most impactful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you were kind of Thomas. You're kind of speaking a little bit towards how like y'all have had a similar window the past couple of years. So why don't you like dive into Arsenal's? Yeah, I, I think we've, well, we got the big one that we needed, which was a striker. Yeah. Um, And I think kind of going off of what y'all just said, like your best signing, I think it has to be Jesus, even though like he hasn't scored a lot of goals or a lot of assists yet. Like he has goals and assists, which is great. But the way that like the mentality he's bringing from city how well he's already gelled with the team and he's been integrated into the team. Like he, he wore the captain on the band already. Like you didn't start with it. Like Odegaard's our captain, but whenever Odegaard goes off and we switch formations, Jesus or Jacques gives us the armband. That's awesome. And so it just speaks to how well he's already like adapted in the team and the impact he's having on the dressing room. And so not only is he a fantastic player and improves our 
team, he's also helping out in the backroom stuff and, you know, changing the mentality into we're a team that wants to win and only win. We accept nothing else. He's also hungry. Like he, like he won a lot at Man City, but he was kind of like the sub with like how deep they are and he would come off yeah i mean he would have like three months where he was the man and then you have three months where you wouldn't know who he was he's like yeah and so i think he's like hungry to like not selfishly because i think he's been doing really well with arsenal but he's hungry to make a name for himself like yeah and like be the lead role right do do it outside of city which is we'll make a big statement about the type of player he is 100 percent yeah I think Sinchenko was also a good signing for y'all as well. Yeah, and they're actually like best friends, Sinchenko and Jesus. Are they? Believe it or not, like beforehand, like um, Sinchenko, like on Jesus's goodbye city, wrote like the sweetest message ever uh, to him. And then like they're always pictured together, Jesus and Sinchenko. That's cool. They're best buds. So another good signing for the dressing room. We love the good team chemistry. Yeah, Um, but Sinchenko. Like, I think Tierney is a far better left back than Zinchenko, like, defensively. But, I mean, that that man is – he adds so much to our, to our team, Zinchenko does. So, another great signing. Um, I'm interested to see more about Fabio Vieira, who I haven't seen a lot of. Um, but, unlike y'all, I don't think our window is quite there yet. We got the necessary pieces. We needed a backup left back for when Tierney got hurt. We needed a good striker that works out, and Jesus has done that. We needed depth in midfield from a like attacking midfield to provide Odegaard balance, um, which Vieira does. But we need a backup for Saka, especially since we got rid of Pepe. And Party and El Nini are hurt, which were our first choice and second choice players in that like holding, mid- hold, holding midfielder role. And Parties is not a long-term injury, but they're saying El Nini's is. And if that's the case, then we need to sign a player immediately. Because we can't do Jaka Lakanga pivot like we did at the start of last year and got beat 4-0 and 5-0. I mean, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I want us to sign a holding midfielder, and I want – I'm not saying he has to be, you know, $30 million – or I want to – he should be a $30 million player. I'm not saying he has to be like a $50 million player. Right. But I mean, we've already spent a lot of money, so and I know we spent a lot last year. So financial fair play, I know, is scaring the club a little bit too. Yeah. Um. So my takeaways from like that is like y'all are saying y'all still you still want like another holding mid and like yeah. a right winger to kind of come in. I, I was I only want a right winger. I don't think we needed a holding mid until El Nini got hurt, and that news broke this morning. Okay. So. And once I saw that, I was like, nope, we, we need another one then. I think that's priority over getting a backup for Saka. Because, I mean, we have, like, Martinelli can rotate over there. Smith can yeah. play on the left. Vieira is said to be able to play right wing. He played for the under-21s in the right wing position. So, like, we can move people around so that Saka gets rest. But we we can't replace El Nini and Party. Yeah. Especially so. once y'all start getting going in Europa, it'll like start stretching your team pretty yep. thin. And that so. that was that was the biggest. I watched the All or Nothing documentary, and you can tell like in those last three episodes, like they're one of the biggest reasons why we lost the the top four race last year was because we could not rotate, and our players were just dead. Like four games left in the season, they were like, "I can't go anymore," and they had to play the four games because we were in a prime position to get top four and they wanted it that bad, but they literally just had enough gas in the tank to get it. Yeah. So I can't be bothered to watch. I, I'm at a crossroads because I, I want to watch your documentary, but at the same time I don't because it's Arsenal. Watch the Spurs one. Have you seen the Spurs one? I've seen, I've seen an episode or two. Well then watch the whole Spurs one. I mean, I'm not going like, to I'm all, I'm all in for documentaries, especially if they're soccer and Premier League. You, you'll understand a lot more of why I've always backed Arteta when a lot of people like the start of last season, I backed Arteta the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And y'all know I did, and that and everyone was like, "Dude, he he lost three games. What are you doing holding on to Arteta?" And I'm like, yeah. "This is why, because he knows what he's doing." I mean, he's been on like the edge a cup like once or twice, but yeah, he's he's proven himself. Yeah. Um, what were you about to say, Taylor? Yeah, I, I Thomas was talking about his needs for for Arsenal. I think if if, if just think about our needs, I mean, center back would be would be great. I mean, yeah. only because, uh, I mean, Eric Dyer can be can be shaky. 
here and there. He, <laughs> yeah, he's been solid though, and I think the system Conte's put in is really good. Um, we got, so I, I wouldn't be mad about another one. I so I'd agree, but we did get Longley. Davinson Sanchez, I don't know why he He's still at your club? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think Ian, like one of our buddies, was telling us that, like, there's a stat that, like, the past, like, six or seven games Davinson Sanchez has played, we haven't conceded a goal. And so – Well, um, to be fair, Arsenal didn't didn't lose a single game the first 20 games Mustafi played in. So there's that. Yeah. And, so, yeah, so it's, like, <laughs> kind of a stat, and, but there's also the reason, like, the manager, Conte, has him on the bench for a reason. Right. And so Romero, Davies, and Dyer, as like crazy as that sounds, is, is our back three. I but, can't believe Eric Dyer's still playing. But football. those, you know, Davies signed an extension, so they believe in him. But, you know. <laughs> uh, Thomas, I wanted to know, you, you, you said that same exact comment about James Milner last game when he played for Liverpool against Man United. Uh-huh. And he finally got benched. So they heard you. Yeah, they I mean, heard you. What can I say? Clap, clap hits me up all the time for they, advice. I mean, I mean, he he literally heard you, and so he he <laughs> sat he sat this next game against uh, as against he should. Portland. And look what happens: you beat teams not know. So <laughs> yeah. it happens. You should listen to me. Um, I just thought that was funny. I had, I had to add that in before sure. we jump into prim preview. Though, wanted to touch on a few other like transfers going in. Well, just- United spent a hundred million on a guy with eight goals last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which what does that what does that say about like Ronaldo? That I'm so curious about that. Um, like because like you 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 have Ronaldo on your team and you have and you just signed <laughs> I'm so sorry. You just signed I mean a guy I'd never heard of until like they spent a hundred million on it, you know. All right, we're back, guys. We apologize for that. Let's just say one of us had to use the restroom. There you go. Um, Simple as that. Yep. But, yeah, getting into transfer news, um, Man U signed a striker for $100 million from Ajax. Is it pounds, euros, or dollars? Uh, I put the dollar symbol, but that's a great question. Mm. It does matter, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like 100 million euros, which is like 90 million pounds, and then like 120 dollars or something like that. Only 100. Oh, well, now actually adjusting, actually, they're even now. The euro and dollar, 120 dollars, dude. What a steal, man! You wow, 120 dollars. Okay, but like they overpaid, right? <laughs> it's just like, I wonder what's going on there. It's just like so hard to tell with like. Ronaldo. I mean, how many IX players are they sign? Ronaldo on the bench. Well, Ten Hogs there. So right, but it's a completely different league. Yeah, but I, I mean, know. like, look, ZH came. Like a lot of those guys that the IX team that y'all beat in the Champions League to get the Champions League uh, uh, final, right? Right. That IX team has pretty much all been sold and gone somewhere else for sure. And I think only Frankie De Jong is the really highly rated one now. At Barca, yeah. So, like, I'm oh, saying, delay. No, yeah, delay. Still, is he pretty solid? Uh, yeah, he just went to Juve, right? He's been at. No, he's been at Juve. I think he was linked. To, was he not linked to United? Or he went to Bayern now? I think he was linked to United. I think he went to Bayern. Yeah. Anyway, he definitely. But like, what I'm saying thing. is, this like, I think in the past we've looked at Ajax and they've been a good team in the Netherlands, and then when they've gone elsewhere and sold for a bunch of money. They really haven't lived up to it, maybe so much. Yeah, and I'm looking at obviously Martinez had a very rough first game, but he's looked very solid since. Yeah, like five nine center back. Yeah, however tall he is, but I just can't see like certain players when you spend over like seventy million, like there's a lot more pressure. Like that was what the deal was with Ndombele. That was what it was with Lukaku and Pepe. Like all these players look so wired. much worse. Because of their price tag, yeah, and you have like you have to immediately go in and score a bunch. Like Colin only cost sixty million. I know there's a release clause, but that is nuts. How did that man cost sixty million? Was a release clause, so they should pay the release clause. So, anyways, 
yeah, I just I can't see it working out. Yeah, I don't I don't rate it, especially. I mean, if you think if Ronaldo's been benched for a reason and you need a striker, that's probably true because Rashford and Sancho are more of like creators. So yeah. it's probably true they need someone like clinical if they're going to be benching Ronaldo. Um, but I I just don't get it. Um, I mean, they have the money, so let's spend however much yeah. you want on the guy. If um, it's really the guy you want. But to me, it just looks like uh, like what spur of the moment buying. Yeah. yeah. Also probably trying to push it right before transfer window ends. But just to touch on a couple more, we talked about Fafana and Isak. Um, but Renan Lodi to Nottingham Forest, he's a left back for Atletico. Um, I'm sure he's like a pretty young guy, pretty solid left back, went to Forest. Um, and then Trippier went to Atletico and also did very well and mm-hmm. came back and he's doing good things too. Yeah. So. And then uh, Paqueta to West Ham. He's a good signing. Really, really good signing. Um, he, I, I really like West Ham's uh, – transfer window like i think they've done very well which is why i'm not freaking out about them as a team yet they're also they've just had like an insane fixture list so i'm not either like uh, we play them tomorrow um, and they're gonna smack y'all i hope well i don't hope well i mean obviously i mean yeah i don't speaking hope that, of obviously. should we should we hop into some predictions let's do it let's hop yeah into pre- absolutely predictions uh, i guess since we're on the topic west ham tottenham yeah, so is this at Spurs or is this at? Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. Who's your team? <laughs> okay, I think it might be at West Ham. Um, got a I'm, I'm a little nervous for it because West Ham have had a really difficult schedule. They've, like, lost to Brighton. They've lost to City, I think. And uh, Yeah, just, it's, at, it's at West Ham. It's, it's just been difficult for them, and so I'm just worried they're, like, Gonna be a little fired up because we're a big team, right? So and they just got the new signings, so the fans are gonna be yeah backing and, them. And so I feel like there's gonna be and it's at their place, so I feel like it's not gonna be an easy game for us. So what do you want from the game? I want to win. I think I think at, at, with but you our don't care if it's like a, a sloppy win and you just want points from this game. Uh, I don't want to like. Obviously, I want us to do well. Like we've we've won the past couple of games, but like I feel like our team can do more. And so if we put, bring more to this, I think we'll win. Okay. But I think if we were like kind of playing, I think it could be like close to a draw. Uh, so I'm 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 kind of nervous for it. My expectations for t- Tottenham this year, like we need to be winning these games. So if we lo- if we we lose or draw this game, especially if we lose, I'll be disappointed. Okay. Mm, yeah, West Ham's got to come up from a slump at some point, you know? Like, their result squad, new signings, like, they're eventually going to be the West Ham that they were last season. And so, <laughs> am I hoping it's this game? Definitely not. Uh, I'm I'm expecting a, a 2-0, hopefully 3-0 defeat. Or defeat. Whoa. Win. Hope, defeat hopefully. for West Ham. Win for, for Tana. But, so, what's your prediction? Uh, my actual prediction, I, I – uh, clean sheet wise, we've been pretty solid the past couple of games, uh, and so I'm I'm expecting another clean sheet defensively. We've been we've been solid. Our fullbacks, center backs, like you said, Luke, like Eric Dyer has, has played pretty well, um, and so I'm expecting a, a two two nil win, two nil win against West at London Stadium. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we get more goals, but I think we at least get a couple passed. So I, I'm ex- I'm expecting a win. I don't I don't I'm expecting another clean sheet. Okay, and that's my prediction. I think we get two. I'm debating on how many we concede because I don't think we keep a clean sheet this week. I'm like, so because I I don't know some stuff like some makes me feel like we're gonna draw this week, but I think I'll get two one Tottenham one nil or one one West Ham. You think we're gonna lose? I think West Ham are just going to be very scrappy, hard to break down. They don't want to lose again. So I think I don't think they lose. I think they either – I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think we'll see a goal in the first half type deal. Um, so you don't I, think we're going to score at all? I said 1-0 West Ham or 1-1, but West Ham do not lose this game. 
we'll make sure to quote him when uh, we meet again. Yeah. All right. I I'm just like shocked. Like I I feel like it'll be a, a difficult matchup, but interesting. All right, y'all play Villa. Yeah, easy game. Should they be. they have not been informed. Uh, Did we, he say that about Fulham too? We won, not didn't we? Barely. Yeah, but that was our own doing. Fulham did not put us in <laughs> trouble. So, uh, and and that's the thing that that I'm I'm not worried about us defensively. Like, in terms of the other team challenging us, it's what we're doing to ourselves. So if we can cut that out against the Villa against Villa, then I think two nil, three nil. Um, reality is, it'll probably be two one, and we'll struggle to win. Uh, but no, yeah, I my- think my prediction, I'll go. <clears throat> Jesus has got to score this. I think Jesus and Saka score, so 2-0, two 2-3-0, nil, two or three nil, because we're at home. I'll say 2-1. Okay. I think I'll concede. 2 or 3-1. I, I think you concede as well. I'll go 3-1. Three 3-1? One. Three one. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. There's just no. Uh, Villa are in bad form. Arsenal haven't lost yet. We're at home again. Um, we're going to have to rotate players, so that could cause a little bit of an issue, and we'll see something different. But I still think. We've got enough quality right now, and Villa just aren't there yet. I would agree. So I would agree. Well, for game week five, we have another another pretty big game: Liverpool and Newcastle. Um, Liverpool at home. Yeah, and Newcastle is just like this beginning schedule is just. I mean, they're crazy they're facing everybody. They're draw central. I mean. Their last three, the last three games have been draws in the press. Yeah, but do, do you really draw your next game after beating a team nine 0 Like that's wild to think about. Oh no, I think Liverpool. I mean, they have a green arrow. I think they come out on top. But Newcastle's going to put up a good fight. I mean, Salah's definitely scoring. Look what they, that I dropped look, him from fantasy. Same. Look what they did. <laughs> I took City. him off too, so you know it's coming. I mean, look what Newcastle did against City. I mean, they put up three against, yeah. against City, who's, but that was, oh, who's that was, defensively incredible. Yeah, And Liverpool is relatively kind of similar. Van Dyke, Robertson, Allison. Trent's okay at defending. I mean, I think I think you're missing St. Maximum, though. I think that will hurt. And I don't know if Isak will be in this game. It might be a little too soon. No, I don't think he'll be in this game. Um, so That'd be a tough first like debut, you know, debut game. I had Trippier on my fantasy team. And I've dropped him, <laughs> but so. only because you're playing Liverpool. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, I use my free hit, so oh, okay. I'm still, I'm still playing him. I mean, he oh, no. he put up double digits against City. I'm not. I I'm not playing. New, new, again I'm not playing Newcastle players. <clears throat> so, prediction wise, I I expect. I again, I think Newcastle might put put one past maybe. Uh, there's lots of ifs on that, so I'll go. I'll go three one, Liverpool. I'll do the same spread, but I'll do two nil. Two nil. I'm going Liverpool. two nil as well, and I think Salah scores. I hope so. He's on my fantasy. So. Um, couple other games to touch on: Brighton and Fulham, and Palace and Brentford could be some close matchups. Uh, some pretty competitive games for like mid table teams. Uh, I think Palace handled Brentford fairly easily. Two nil, three nil. Yeah, um, and then I think. I think Brighton, Brighton and Fulham will be a very low scoring game. I feel like yeah, so it'd be very dry. I think Mitrovic gets one since they're at home, and I think Brighton might get another one. One 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 draw. So what I'll um, do there? Yeah. Wait, you said you think Palace handle Brentford two or three now? Yeah. I, th- I think Brentford gets in there. Gets one in there. I think I, th- I don't think Palace, Palace have been conceding a lot. Yeah, but Brentford have have not been as impressive. I mean, they beat United four 0 but that's like they're only really. Good game this year. Yeah. So. Um, and since, yeah, so those those are the midweek games. Do y'all well, want to jump in? We also in? have Leicester and United. Yeah. Oh, that is just Leicester, a painful game to watch. It, 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 it might be painful. United, there's they should probably win that game 3-0. Oh, I mean, by the way Leicester's been playing, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm – as much as we've dogged on United, I, I'm I, I'm hum, kind of hoping they come up a little bit. No, what? A little bit. It's I, fun to laugh at. I, it is, but I also want to see some good competition from them. I mean, look at their squad on paper; they look great. But and so I want them to to perform somewhat. No, not not they can do it after Arsenal okay, play them on I Saturday. I think we've dogged the United enough. 
Yeah, because they've been trash. <laughs> well, Lester's been trash, but we're not dogging on them. I mean, no, we've been dogging on Lester too. Yeah, I said they could get relegated. So, yeah, but not as much as United. Kind of jokingly, kind of not jokingly. No, honestly, they're dead last. So honestly, yeah, really you're strong. not you're not far off. Yeah, you're not far off. I I mean, I expect United to win, but not by that much. No, to I be honest. they put minimum two, possibly three nil. I might even go a one nil victory for United. Yeah, you got a you got a prediction, Luke. I say two nil. I I just think Leicester can't hold anything back right now. They just got rid of like one of their defensive minded players. Yeah, and so. But I could also expect a draw, maybe like a two two draw. Well, Fafana hasn't been playing. He's been practicing with under twenty ones because of disciplinary reasons. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so that should not change your opinion. Is why I'm saying that. Regardless, they've still been bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's game week five. Um, did you say your prediction for that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, I, a 1-0, but I could also – 1-0 United, but I could also see a 2-2 just in the ways that defensively they haven't been the greatest. So, All right, well, let's jump into game week six. Cool. Going into game week six, we've got a couple of matches that are a little more interesting. I think Chelsea-West Ham will definitely be an interesting one. I think they are on form, maybe a little bit doing worse than they probably should be. Who Who's on Ch- form? Like, judging by form, Chelsea and West Ham are both underperforming. Yeah. So I think that could be an interesting game. Yeah, I would say Chelsea is, and they're kind of hard to put a finger on right now just because they've been, like, so, like, wishy-washy with right. their matchups. Like, they draw against us, but lose 3-0 against Leeds. Like, so it's hard to put a finger on right now, and West Ham has had, like, tough matchups. So that'll be, yeah. a, that'll be a definitely a competitive matchup. Like, really interesting to see how that one comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have predictions for that one? Uh. Chelsea should win. Yeah. Should Ch- Chelsea should They're win? They're at home. Game. They should win. We also th- have to take note that we haven't seen any of the midweek games this week, and so I mean things could really change in terms of performance, in terms of yeah, who red plays, cards, who doesn't play. Start, you know, someone could get hurt. Who gets? Yeah. So lot lot up in the air, but Chelsea should win on paper. I think Chelsea should win as well. Um, what else is a little interesting? Oh, Leeds Brentford could be a good game. Palace Newcastle could also yeah, be good. Yeah, I have Palace and Newcastle down. I think those are two teams. Like we've had a lot of excitement, or there has been a lot of excitement mm-hmm. around. Um, I'm, so I think, I'm excited for your United uh, Arsenal game, Thomas. Yeah, I'm not that. That's the first game this year. I'm really gonna like sit down. I like be it. nervous yeah. for. Like um, I can't wait to root for United. Yikes. Which sounds weird. Yeah. But I'm a big Ronaldo <laughs> fan, right? No, definitely not. It's the R7. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, no, seriously, in all in all unbiasedness, like that that's gonna be a really good game. Yeah, I think I'm I I, I really hope we can breeze past Villa, rest our players well, rotate. Like I hope we rotate a lot of players for Villa. That way we have our actual eleven fully rested for United and we can go there and smack them up. Yeah. And all the money that they spent. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe even steal a couple of it because I would like to sign it. Well, actually, the one that will be posted. Up for Dude, me, so. eager to see Casemiro play. I'm, I mean, he got a couple, he got like 10 minutes last game. Dude, he's a good player. Like, he, I mean, he's solid. He was solid for Real Madrid. Excited to see what he well, does. Well, like, 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 people always said, like, Conte was like the best, like, Dude, DM in the world. Casemiro. Casemiro was, like, was, I mean, he was best. Best team in the world for a solid three years. He was he yeah. was legit. So I'm I'm eager to see what United. Is I think he'll also bring a lot of leadership to that locker room coming well, from like his team. Also, the move was kind of all of a sudden. So in my opinion, it looks like he just went for the money. Like he, no one was he he, he was happy at Real Madrid. Uh, Ancelotti liked him. Like he was going to go in and play with Madrid again this year, and then out of nowhere, you're like. Here's half a million a year. Do you want to come play for Man United? And he's like, "Yep, okay." <laughs> or half a million a week, not a year. Um, so it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know if his mentality's you know there to go and win things more than just get a nice paycheck at yeah. the end of his career. Yeah. Also eager about Newcastle Crystal. I don't know if you guys mentioned that one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I it, think that's my big exciting game. 
I want to see more news on what's happening with St. Maximum. Well, Zaha. Zaha and St. Maximum are both like 50-50 on if they're going to play or not. Yeah. So if they're both fit, that would be an exciting game to watch. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot more goals if they're both fit. Otherwise, it could be a little like, uh, I don't know, 1-1, 2-2. Yeah. yeah, very dry game. Yeah. Um, the uh, only other game from game week six that I, me and Taylor would obviously be interested in is Tottenham and Fulham. Yeah, that's um, an easy game, fellas. Trust me. Should be. <laughs> I feel like Fulham is always chippy between Tottenham and Fulham. No, it's a London derby. So for for us, and so, um, I it's fun like watching Mitrovic against other teams, but I do not like playing that dude. Um. I hope he scores a hat trick. So, yeah, I hope Cristiano Ronaldo scores a hat trick. If that happens, soon. I'll just you know be a little. It'll be a meme at that point. <laughs> oh, dude, oh. I will rub that in every That'd episode after. Brutal. That would be awesome. But yeah. But what if Jesus also scores a hat trick? That would also be awesome because I have him in my fantasy. That's a great transition. <laughs> fantasy, baby, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. We're not going to go through bust or sleeper picks this week, um, but I think we're just like going to talk about like past players this past week and game week four that we're excited about and five. like some game like, week five uh, and a couple of players we're excited about game week five. Yeah, um, uh, I will just say I told y'all about Gabriel. Uh, he's him and Saliba are actually the two highest scoring defenders in fantasy right now. Um, Gabrielle got a goal last week, and he's got a couple clean sheets. And then Saliba also has scored a goal and has clean sheets too. So just saying, our center backs are pulling through. And Saliba's cheap. He's like 4.6 mil. So cheap. That's very cheap. Mm. So I picked him up this week for Gabrielle just so I could get – because I had – it was either one or the other that I wanted. But I don't think I've changed out my defenders literally since week one. I've had Trippier, James from, from Chelsea, and then Trent. I mean, and I solid. picked up I picked up Cody uh, for Everton. I have Cancelo instead of so, Trent. I don't. I literally don't think I've switched it out. But Trent did well for you last Trent week. Trent did very well for me last goal week. Goal and assist and bunch of bonus points. I think right. It was more than a goal. That goal was nuts. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, my gosh. Uh, Luke, you were right about your Rodrigo pick of being a bust. He, he got that's out. my second call on him. Just a bust a little bit. I caught him a sleeper when he scored two, like right before he scored two goals. Oh wow. So you're just like you got him in his phone, right? Yeah. Like he's just texting. Just I'm like, gonna score two in, goals this insider week. <laughs> trading, yeah. Um, but what's that? I would not know anything about that. I funny enough, I have him in my lineup this week, though. Yeah, so do I. They're playing Everton. Yeah, <laughs> and he's been dangerous. Yeah. He's a good player. He's he's pretty he looked, quick. He looked like he could have scored. He's last like week, six but. foot or something like that. So he's pretty big too. Like he yeah. can jump and get up. Um, so he's got a couple headers. Um. I like Jesus a lot this week. Like, I'm captaining Jesus this week. Same. I've captained him. Like, um, he's due, like, big time. Yeah. Um, and we're playing Villa at home, which I think we can put goals past them. Yep. I'm, still, I'm still captaining Salah. I know from last performance. Well, but that, this is, like, like, people are dropping him this week, so he's probably going to score this week. They're playing yeah. Newcastle. and I, I was reading a, reading a stat that in his last five appearances with Newcastle, he scored every time. And yeah. so I'm kind of hoping that trend still increases. There you go. I'm also Luke. I knew I knew we were talking about this offline, but um, you offline. have you <laughs> you have Sterling in your lineup. Yeah. And I'm honestly really up on Sterling, but the only fact that I'm, I'm not, not paying him in nine my team, mil for him. I'm not put. I'm not paying nine mil. I'm not. He was incredible last game. Yeah. And I think in terms of like their goal scoring abilities, he'll he'll be one of their top players. But I, I can't be bothered to pay nine now. Yeah. So my here here's my thing with playing him in my team. I am using my free hit this week. So I'm doing unlimited transfers. So I've changed pretty much like my whole team except Cancelo, Ederson, James, Harry, and Jesus. So I've like I did six transfers this week with my free hit, and I put him in because he's playing Southampton. Southampton have been very weak defensively. Yeah, they're and, easy to get past right now. And Sterling has like has proven on other teams and Chelsea a little bit that he can rip through some defenses occasionally. And so I'm just like calling a shot on him this week to get, at least get something like an assist or something because Chelsea against Southampton should be an easy game for them. Yeah. And then 
because I think I'm like a little out on Saul. I'm just like, he's been making me nervous. I know I texted y'all like a couple weeks ago about him and y'all are like, he'll be fine long season. And I agree with that. But for this week, I've put in actually Luis Diaz instead. So I can put in Sancho against Lester mm. and Rodrigo against Everton and put in Ivan Tony against Crystal Palace. So I've changed a lot about my lineup. Um, I picked up Mitrovic. Um, I was well, very, so. very much considering. Very much considering. I, I, I know during our predictions video or episode forever ago, I I was very like Mitch versus and score goals this year. Yeah, yeah, and he is. And I so, mean, he's he'll be their top goal scorer. He's no got question. well, he, that, yeah. That was a question. That was a no question beforehand. Yeah. But now that he's actually he's already matched his Premier League career high in a season, so I, I'm he's tied for second right now and goals and, and goals. So Erling Allen has six, and Harry Kane, Mitrovic, and Rodrigo all have four right now. Um, hey, Zeus, go have five by the end of the week. I I just have a feeling everyone's going to be chasing Holland for Golden Boot. I mean, Holland will be. Yeah. I think that the number one every S- week. You say that, but he was like quiet like for a week or two. Like, well, he had like. So. I think he scored in every single appearance. No, no. He had like two touches one game. No, I'm, am I? Am I? I'm a, you're, okay, you're, I'm, you're crazy. Okay. He he has three goals in one game, and we've played four games. So, and then he scored two in another game. Yeah, so he scored a hat trick against Palace. He scored one against Newcastle, and then didn't he, score he didn't score game. against Bournemouth. He got an assist. Okay, so he scored in three out of four. So yeah. he's, he's almost scored in every appearance. That's Honestly, he's been kind of struggling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, mean, I need more. Like he's gonna score. I mean, and maybe in the in the game that he didn't he didn't score, which I'll, he just I'll, had like he literally had two touches that game. The, he, he got an assist for winning the PK, by the way, or or like something like that, or I don't know. I just kick, know I he's going to be wherever that ball's at, and that ball's going to be the back in that. But that's the thing is, he just chases that, and there's guys that can come in for City and also score, and so I'm and I I want to stick with my guns. So personally, as a Spurs fan, I'm rolling with Harry for like the rest of the year. I think. I think you should. I'm like I'm not yeah. dropping Jesus. I then I dropped soccer, but I picked up Odegaard instead. Yeah. Like I, that's been a good move for you. I think so. I, I think, but I'm worried that like Odegaard will go through patches of he will be really on form in terms of getting stats, and then he'll be still playing well, but he's more of like the pass before the pass type guy, the hockey assist guy. Yeah, so it's like. Um, I'm hoping I'm gonna he's gonna continue with the with the stats. But anyways, we, we feeling good about fantasy, everybody. Yeah, that was great. I mean Erling, Erling Holland, he's not a striker, he's a warrior. He's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> title the video. I, I really, I'll, I'll, I'll literally never forget that. I read that and I, well, la- your title. I, I laughed out loud. The guy sent him a poem. I like wrote him a poem and sent it to Erling. I'll have to go find that comment again and like quote the entire the entire comment because it was a lengthy comment. I just read you what he said. In the oh beginning. my gosh, there's more. <laughs> it was hilarious. All right, yeah, definitely, definitely send that. All right, but anyway, there you have it. Past prem today, prem predictions, fantasy, and more. Um, that's the Queen City Six for you guys. What a great episode! Absolutely. We'll see you next weekish. Yeah, we'll be back for some more. Stay tuned. Deuces. Bye. Ha 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 